Last Orders at the Dockside by Dermot Bolger. Programme notes for the audio-described performance at the Abbey Theatre, 19th October at 2pm. Welcome to the introductory notes for Last Orders at the Dockside by Dermot Bolger. This production is directed by Graham McLaren. Set and costume design is by Alison Cummins, with lighting design by Paul Keoghan. The movement director is Vicky Manderson, and the dramaturg is Louise Stevens. Sound design is by Matt Padden, and the composer is Ray Harmon. The performance lasts for two hours and 50 minutes, including one 20-minute interval. About the play. Dublin Port, 1980. Following the death of an elderly docker, his friends gather in the local pub, the dockside, to celebrate his life. Emotions run high and a powder keg of friction comes to a head as a Dockland community comes to terms with the challenge of building new lives when old ways get swept away. Over the course of an evening, awash with songs, sharp Dublin wit and tales of life on the docks, Hidden tensions expose fault lines in their complex relationships. After the success of Ulysses, Dermot Bolger and Graham McLaren reunite to present this Dublin Port Commission as part of the Dublin Theatre Festival 2019. About the set. Facing us, on the Abbey stage, is the lounge area in a well-worn quayside pub. It's a rectangular room with the bar opposite us. To the left is a wooden doorway with a small glass window in it and a brass plate marked Toilets. This door reveals a hallway and it is mostly left open so that a shaft of light crosses the floor of the lounge. An old upright piano stands against the side wall next to the door on the near side of the door. Over on the opposite wall on our right is a large window two metres high and three metres wide with net curtains drawn. On the windowsill are three sets of coloured lights, the kind you'd find at a disco. In front of this window is a raised platform, about 25 centimetres off the floor. It is covered in the same worn beige carpet as the rest of the lounge, with a faded floral pattern. This platform is about the same size as the window and has a drum kit, bass guitar, electric guitar and fiddle placed on it, as well as some stools and a couple of amps. In the centre of the lounge is a small table with two chairs beside it. A second small table sits slightly closer to the raised platform, while over by the piano is a larger table with mismatched formica upholstered chairs and stools in red or black. There are tall stools lining the bar. Behind the bar there are shelves filled with bottles and glasses and a few beer taps. There is a mirror that is almost completely covered in old postcards and notes and foreign currency. There is a door that leads into the bar side of the pub and a cigarette machine hung on the wall. Sitting on a shelf above the bar is a 1970s television set. A broom leans against the wall. Lastly, over in the back right corner is another door with a large pane of safety glass in it and a light switch next to it. This door opens into the hallway that leads to the bar and is next to the front door that leads patrons back out onto the quays. As the audience arrives, light pours in through this pane of glass as well, crisscrossing with the beam of light from the other doorway in the gloomy lounge. About the characters and costumes. Maisie, played by Breedney Nachtin, is a woman in her 60s, 
Small in stature, her wavy brown hair is tied back in a neat bun at the nape of her neck. Her face is sullen, severe, her mouth often pouting. She wears little, if any, makeup. Maisie wears a black velvet jacket over a white blouse and a black A-line skirt over black tights and neat black leather court shoes. She wears a black leather handbag with a short strap. Her son, Alfie, is tall and thin and in his forties. Played by Anthony Brophy, Alfie has wavy dark blonde hair styled into a sort of quiff like a teddy boy. Alfie wears a black suit, white shirt with broad collar and broad black necktie. He wears black lace-up shoes. Alfie's wife is Cathy, played by Lisa Lamb. Cathy is in her thirties, with peaches and cream complexion and very long strawberry blonde curly hair tied in a loose ponytail. She wears a long paisley patterned dress in autumnal colours, tied at the waist with an ankle length billowing skirt in 70s style. She pairs this with slouched wine leather ankle boots with a black wool full length overcoat and a black suede handbag slung over her shoulder. Cathy and Alfie's daughter, Amy, is about 10 years old. She appears later in a pink cotton nightdress with white knee socks and Mary Jane shoes. She wears a blue anorak over the top. Her long hair flows over her shoulders pinned back with a clip on one side. The role of Amy is shared between three actors, Ava Brady, Millie Brady and Abby McAvoy. We will announce before the performance which actor is performing in the audio described show. Cathy's elder brother is Sean, played by Aidan Kelly, a man in his 40s. Sean is tall and broad-shouldered, an imposing figure with reddish fair hair closely shaved and a receding hairline. He wears a pale grey three-piece suit with a stevedore's union button on his lapel, black socks and brogues on his feet. His younger brother Chris is played by Stephen Jones. Chris is in his early 30s with a mop of blonde hair combed neatly and a full beard. He is always smiling, even when things are going badly, though then it is more of a nervous smile. Chris wears a green bomber jacket with his union pin on the breast, with a grey polo jumper underneath and black flared trousers and black suede desert boots. Chris's date is a young woman called Lynn, played by Juliet Crosby. She wears her shoulder-length brown hair, back-combed to give it a dramatic height, pulled back with clips on both sides. Unlike the others, Lynn's is a very 80s look. Her smoky eye makeup and red lips are striking. She wears a black and white patterned shift dress with cap sleeves and a black patent leather belt. Lynn wears black tights and kitten heel shoes. When she first arrives, she also wears a petrol blue leather jacket. An old docker, Ray, played by Jimmy Smallhorn, joins the friends during the evening. He comes in wearing a brown sheepskin jacket over a pale yellow patterned shirt, grey trousers held up by a belt and stripy braces, and lace-up boots. Ray has thick grey hair parted at the side and wears glasses. He too is in his sixties. Another neighbour, a younger docker called Macker, is played by Terry O'Neill. Macker is about thirty, with thick brown hair permed in tight curls. He comes in wearing a black leather coat, grey and maroon patterned jumper and jeans with adidas runners. His movements are sharp and deliberate his eyes lively. The barman, Caruso, is played by George Murphy. In his thirties, Caruso has brown hair and wears a white shirt, 
dark trousers and shoes. He tends bar dutifully, unless coaxed to join some of his bandmates on the raised platform by the window for a bit of a sing-song. Mike Brookfield plays guitar in the band. A short man with brown hair and a strong jawline, Mike wears a bright blue jumper with a white shirt and black tie underneath and dark grey trousers and shoes. Wayne Sheehy, the drummer, is tall and his head is shaved. He wears a cream shirt with a grey stripe, a black tie and grey trousers with black shoes. Bill Bergen, the bass guitar player, has grey hair cut short. He wears a brown corduroy jacket with a cream, wide-collared shirt with several buttons left open. He wears grey trousers and dark shoes. The final member of the band is Andreas de Stack, playing the fiddle. Andreas has shoulder-length black hair streaked with grey and a black beard. He wears a mustard-coloured cardigan, white shirt and black trousers with black shoes. That concludes the introductory notes for this production of Last Orders at the Dockside. They were prepared by Breedney Rugon, your describer for this show, with Maureen Hart. There is a touch tour available in advance of this performance at 12.45pm. Places can be booked by contacting the Abbey. Audio description at the Abbey Theatre is provided by Arts and Disability Ireland with support from the Arts Council. For further details about other accessible performances, text Access Arts to 51444 or head to www.adiarts.ie for more information. Thank you. Good of Mahagath.